Hey, everybody. You're listening to the champions. Uh, my name is Neil Brennan. Hey, so go to uh, audiblepodcast.com slash the champs and um, open. You'll get a free audiobook download uh, for your troubles. Makes us look good, etc., etc. A couple good things to do. Mindy Kaling's book, Is Everybody Hanging Out Without Me? As read by her. Is a funny book. I read that a while ago. Um, uh, Keith Richards' book, supposed to be dope, uh, read by Johnny Depp. Clive Davis has a book. Adam Carolla has a book. Uh, Tina Fey has a book. Fucking Moshe has a book. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash thechamps. Free audiobook download. Get started with those people. They're good people. They they read books to you, cause you're not smart, man. Otherwise, you'd be able to read books with your eyes instead of just reading with your ears, which is what audiobooks do. Uh, no, but it's good. Audiobooks are good. You drive, you work out, whatever. Um, and like I said, tons of good books. Um, and uh, so go to audio. Go to audiblepodcast.com/slash/thechamps and fuck with Audible. Now, some dates. On March 12th, I'll be in Grand Rapids with Natasha Legero. On March 16th, I will be in Boston by myself. Also, March 7th, 8th, and 9th, which I should have said before Boston, I'm going to be in Tacoma, Washington. And then I'm also going to be at the Moon Tower Festival, whenever that is. Hi, Boston. everybody. I can do that too. It's me, Moshe. How's it going? It's the champs. It's about to start. Hey, uh, I'll be at Caroline's on Broadway in Times Square, New York, also with Natasha Legero. That's March 14th through the 18th. April Fool's Day, I'll be at One Eye Jacks in New Orleans, Louisiana. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> Doug. And. On the, the, I'll be doing a whole slew of dates with Aziz right around that time, so you can check out my website for an update. Motionpasher. dot com. dates? Like, oh yeah, I'm here. Aisha. Hey, what's up? It's Aisha Tyler. I've got dates. I got dates for your ass. First of all, I'm doing a special crossover episode of Girl on Guy uh, versus Smodcast uh, tomorrow, Tuesday. Whatever the, whatever the number is that coordinates with Tuesday that's about to come up. That's the fifth. So listen to that. Listen to Kevin talk for two hours instead of one on both of our shows. And then uh, you can see me uh, at South by Southwest. I'm closing the interactive uh, session. That is on Tuesday, March. Uh, yeah, March 12th. So come see that. And then go to AishaTyler.com and click on Aisha on tour to see uh, Archer Live dates. We're going to be in New York, Chicago, and Minneapolis in April. And then I will be uh, shooting Whose Line Is It Anyway and not touring again until May. But if you just visit AishaTyler.com, you, you can see what's going on over there. The dates are on there. Hey, let's start the show. Now you're fucking with the champs. Oh, that was truly amazing. Adorable. That was That's adorable. Hi, everybody. It's your favorite podcast, The I Champs. I badass. I didn't think it was cute at all. I thought that shit was vicious like and vicious. I thought that shit was some real. Doug brought some real streets. Can shit. I say that um, there's nothing more vicious than seeing an adorable white guy with a like a kind of a side bang scratching <laughs> on his iPad, on hey, his fucking yeah. his computer touchpad. I don't tell them with a the visual. <laughs> yeah, I said so none cute. of our listeners know what Doug full, looks like. I have like. two 12 in, 1200 techniques here. Yeah. Yes. He's a black dude, final. big black yeah. guy. 
I he looks like, like a combination of Ron Funches and Reggie Watts. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's ripping on wax. Sorry about that. So, everybody, it's the champs once again. We got an exciting episode. It's been a little, it's been a minute. It's been a while, guys. It's me. <laughs> we, we say that some, every episode. It's been a while. We're about, <laughs> that's going to change, though. We also say that, too. Are you guys right? taking, like, intermittent breaks? You no, post, like, we don't. Week? It's cause, because of who we book. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Black people. Well, yeah, we're difficult. We don't show no, up. No, no, no. We're it's difficult late. too, though. So no, racist, we're, so I'm, early. It's I'm great. more. I'm. I'm. I'm on more CPT than anybody. <laughs> you are actually BTW. <laughs> yeah. You are hacks. Neil was, Neil was an hour late. Excellent. I realize what it is. <laughs> I. It's in me to assi- assume CPT. Oh, well, oh, so I, you're wow. blaming the oppressed I, for the oppressed. You didn't assume ba- CPT. You assumed like island time or like, <laughs> yeah, no, fi- like I was, I was I'm an Eskimo crazy. and I had to get here on a dead was, whale uh, because <laughs> you were an hour late. CPT time is 15 minutes. I was bro. 45 late. You were so late. I, you know, I'm, I assume because I fuck with a lot of black people and I just assume <laughs> I've been burnt so many times. You can't blame uh, others. Said, oh, I just did. I guess you could. He didn't just blame others. He blamed the whole race. I just did successfully. Thank God there are enough of us where we can all. I'll carry a little yeah. bit of the burden. Here. I've been Jewed so many times that I, I walk into <laughs> negotiations assuming. Yeah, yeah. if you go into negotiations, once bitten, twice I don't think anyone's saying that anymore. Uh, I think the term is Jewed down. <laughs> He's oh. Very oh, that's the more appropriate term. <laughs> Let's not be racist. Very paranoid. It's a Jewed down. <laughs> He's very paranoid. I actually about that's that. disturbing news. That ever like that fright? Like I would be so. I would be so offended. Oh, you've never heard someone use it for I've real? I've heard it. Never heard anybody use it for real in the real world. Oh, I have. Really? Sure. I yeah. think I would lose Th- my mind. That's the thing about being Jewish is that you're the one uh, race that people talk, that people say racist things about, that they'll say it uh, like right in front like of to you. To their th- face. Thinking that they're not saying it in front of you. You know what I mean? Well, well, because, like, they, because, yeah, because no one's going to. Because d- a lot of y'all are trying to pass. Well, yeah, exactly. that's it. Exactly. And no one's ever going to struggle to <laughs> figure out if I'm black exactly. or not. Like, can I say this? Right. Can I say that in front of her? You she know might be black. If you hear a racial slur, they meant you to hear it. Right, right, right. But. For 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 me, I've heard uh, uh, many times. I'll, I'll be like, "No, I don't like that." I'm actually. Um, yeah. 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 He might not have been able to tell. If you but dip your head down and show <laughs> your yarmulke, <laughs> uh, just whip, just pay us come out I, of your beret. I don't know if you can tell, but I I don't appreciate such things. <laughs> My um. mother is super light skinned She's she's like. You know, very, very light. And it's, one of my best friends is like, light-skinned. Yeah. And, uh, and people have said things about black people in front of her not knowing that she's black. And that's always a good time as well. You, okay. When she produces Here's a picture of me, Negroes! Why do women make me real nervous? <laughs> have you, do people ever assume, because you're, you're culturally... Uh, what? <laughs> I love right? that. That's not a question. That was a statement. No, no, no. no. no I've yeah, been yeah, following. Yes. I'm just okay. Well, I'm, I'm sticking with you. I've Go been, for it. Okay. I've been knowing you. It's the girl. Ivy League education. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Ivy League. You're you do? So, do people? Uh, do you find that people? Will say things like "ghetto" around you, well, thinking that somehow you'll be I'll, I'll on endorse the cultural it. side. Um, it hasn't happened in my in my adult life, but when I was a kid, and I just had Jesse Williams on the sh- my show, and we had the conversation where um, people would say, "Well, you're you know, well, you're black, but you know, you're not a nigger." Right. You know, Whoa, you, that's oh, a yes. conversation I've, you had. I've heard that probably worthless. fifty times when I was a kid. Like you're it not was, a yeah, you're you're black, but you're different. You're not a nigger. You know, you're different. And what's so funny was that it ended up being like twenty minutes of Chris Rock's. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Was that whole concept? Oh, sure, right. But that never came from a black person in my life. It was always from white people. Right. And he, and Jesse said that someone Jesse Williams, you don't know him. He's a very good-looking, light-skinned black guy. Was he was Grey's on Anatomy. Chris's, oh wait, I'm thinking Grey's, of the other yeah, guy. Grey's Anatomy. And he said people said to him, "You're not black. You're great." <laughs> 
Wow. wow. Funny. Right? That's like hilarious. <laughs> that like the, the antonym, right? It's awful. Is, is awful. <laughs> black. Yeah, so that, I enjoyed that one as Wait, well. Wait, did we even introduce you yet? No. Nah, Hi, man. what's up? It's oh, Aisha no, Japan. we don't do Oh, yeah. Uh, did well, you, you already did it yourself. I did it. I, I, well, I, I did my do. dates. Well, oh, yeah, yeah that's true. That's well, all right. It's Diane Tyler. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like from before. It's unceremoniously. <laughs> yeah. you, these people are in grow, my that's the home, only family I had. Space from the talk, like, from Archer, from Talk Soup, from uh, now a, a big announcement. Yeah. You were just just got the job of hosting the new iteration of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, that's wow. great. Yeah, yeah. Do very you have to set the bits up. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I you're sitting over at the table. Drew. Yeah, I'm taking over for Drew. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll you see. sit there at the desk and kind of and judge. I lord over everything. It's pretty cool. Well, I think about how rich I am, which is what Drew. <laughs> <laughs> think about all my piles of money. Um, you yeah, can't. Don't I'm, slough that off on the Drew. You can do it too. I, I, I honestly have been to Drew's house. There's no way I'm even close to as wealthy no. as he is. No, uh, way. Yeah, no, no way. he's def- no. oh he's also had what what he had a, he had a sitcom. network sitcom, a network for, sitcom 12 for like yeah seasons for ten seasons and yeah. you know that he created. You want to know how how long I've been in show business? Tell us. Um, I remember being at the Improv mm-hmm. in 1995, and Drew Carey said to Dave Chappelle, "I hope your show doesn't get picked up, so mine does." <laughs> That's, was he serious? <laughs> yeah, he was serious. It was like one of those things. Is like, Ugh. I and know, I think I Dave think gave so him a look, funny. and Drew was like, oh, "I'm just being honest, man." <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's like back to your conversation about you're not, you're not, you're black, but you're not, you're, you're, you're great. No, he, look, I'm just being honest. Yeah. I can say whatever I want. It's honest. It's true, it's isn't true it? For it's me. true. And so, um, that's you know, I don't know why I think that's so funny that he would that it just it, it's so comical that someone would think that. And then say it. I think people naturally think it. Of well, what do you think? Sure. Do you think that there there are two schools of thought? That there's plenty of work for everybody. I think there's plenty of work for everybody. Really? Why is are so many people out of work? <laughs> well, <and laughs> that felt like you were setting her up. I guess. Yeah. I fell right in there. Thought. Yeah. It's either like there. Sometimes I think them. there's plenty of work for everybody. If you're talented, you work. And then there's other times where I'm like, well, why does ah, Drew Carey have to have so many jobs? I mean, it's cool that he's given <laughs> one to you. <laughs> he has that's them all. Fair he has too. He has a lot of jobs. But to be fair, so do I. I have probably all the jobs. You guys are job hogs. Grubby motherfucker. Yeah, I agree. I'm. But you've done a lot of very cool shit too. So it's like I also was hungry for a long motherfucking. Time. Right, <laughs> like credit card to play pay credit card to standing inside my house crying hysterically because I wanted to set my house on fire and that broke. Was that in L.A.? Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. came down here and you had a moment where you thought because everybody I feel like when they moves to L.A. to try to make a show business has a moment where they think, oh, I made a huge fucking. Mistake. I was like, I'm we're setting this oh, fucking thing on fire and yeah. we're leaving. Like yeah. we're gonna burn this down. Maybe we'll get some some money from the insurance company and fuck this noise. I remember I, w- I had a moment in my car where it's so- someone at. at Oh, actually, I think it's your manager. Actually, <laughs> had tr- had passed on repping me. Oh no! It was like within my first four months of oh, being okay. here, mm-hmm. and I just he really likes you though. He talks about you all the time. Oh, I was willing to die. Up. I'm sure he thinks every day about how he fucks up. He probably <laughs> looks at my website, shaking his head and weeping. <laughs> but I had this moment in my car. I called my brother, and I was just like. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking coming down here. This is fucking horrible. Yeah. I, I I made a huge mistake. I need to go home. Yeah. I, I you know Every, just like everybody it, has that. Everybody has that. Yeah. Except yeah, Neil. Okay. You don't have to run away from yeah. life your whole life. Comedy is the only job where you wake up and go. I cannot do my job. Right. Yeah. I can't. I hate my job. That's the or only my job. job makes you me wake hate up and myself. say that. I Pilots know how to be a pilot. Right, right. right. Well, Doctors know medicine. Like, I literally wake up going, I don't know if I'm going to be funny today. Or, but but I think the to that point, it's it's the, it's rare that you wake up in the morning and you've forgotten how to fly a plane. Or you're thinking, I'm going to get up there and somehow things are going to align in a way right. where all of a sudden all of my skills, I'm going to bring the same skills I bring to work every day. And then this is the day my s- 
skills don't work. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I see exactly. somebody didn't see the movie Flight, <laughs> an inspirational <laughs> film. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, man. That is the uh, that is the that's the problem with comedy. Yeah, right. Because you yeah. wake up. And then I had the thought recently, like, well, Punishing you've been self-doubt. funny 4,000 days in a row. Yeah. So why would today be any different? It's like, well, it just might be. I, and that's the opposite why, of... Let's talk about you and your psychological problems. Yeah, go ahead. Let's why? Because I, 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 you probably knew... I'm, I'm 20 now. I've been doing comedy for 20 years. Right. And so I've stopped having... I had two big... I remember seeing you MC at the Laugh Factory 20 years ago. years ago. Exactly. Yeah. I, I had two big growing pains periods. One where I had to like throw my whole act out and start from the beginning. How and come? I, just, it just stopped working. It just stopped working and uh, I hated myself and I hated my act and I didn't know why. And so what I did was I threw it away and I wrote everything over the whole act? The whole my Without whole act. doing anything. Without doing anything. No, I throw everything, I throw what, everything out. I've what, done that how twice. Do you, how do you explain that? The first time... I don't know. I stopped loving it, maybe, or I was listening too much to what other people were telling me, and I was trying to turn my act into like a TV, like a like a sitcom pitch. So it didn't feel like mm-hmm. natural or organic to me anymore. It just felt like a bunch of shit I said. So you were ju- it okay. was stuff that was true and stuff and jokes that worked at some they point. Were, yeah, at some point, but the less I liked them, the less I liked doing them, the less funny I got. Right. And then the second time was the same thing. I just um, I stopped liking my act. I got sick of it, and it made me doubt myself and made me doubt whether I was funny and both times I just threw everything away if you don't believe what you're saying you gotta throw it away well Well, you gotta be I mean you gotta bound up there like I you gotta run up on stage and be like I fucking wait to say this shit to you people and if you don't have that you know they feel it I think it's material is important I don't think it's as as important as control and confidence that what everybody looks at you and they see in your eyes this motherfucker's not gonna run the bus off the road well that's they know you're in control it doesn't matter what I mean I caught a bad one last night by the way did did you bad audience FYI that's the thing I, I was thinking like Power is the unspoken commodity in comedy. Absolutely. You know, material yeah. and, 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 and persona is great, but no one talks about power and power. control. It's what sure happens. You, you, you crowd? It's set. It's you are basically walking up to a group of 300 drunk strangers and going like, I'm in charge now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in charge. You don't know to. me. Yes. And I'm in charge. Uh, but, uh, but trust but me. Rest I assured. <laughs> I'm in charge. Went out of the last Swag. factory. Went on after Dane. Crushed. Great. Sweet. Go to the comedy store well you could just stop the story there i mean the comedy store sucks <laughs> like the comedy store is the worst of the time. place no, no. in the fucking Agreed, where but souls that was the go thing, to but die again it was again. the first time i just was straight up eating shit it was a soul crusher mm-hmm. and no, no and i didn't I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, short circuit. Oh, See, that's that great. was what, my, I, like what I was going to say. Was that you've been doing comedy this long? I haven't had a really bad set in a long time, but I kind of feel like I've had enough bad sets that right. I would be like, "That was a bad set." Yeah, and you know clearly what I mean? it's a bad set. Clearly, yeah. it's your. Fu- I mean, that I worked on that for a solid year was finding a way to have fun on stage, even if the set was bad. The set was oh, it's fucking hilarious way. when yeah. you have a bad yeah. set. Uh, yeah, if you're in the mind frame where you're still enjoying yourself. Right. The problem it. was my girlfriend was there with oh, that's three of her good. friends, Boo. which was like fucking. Maybe hilarious. that's why you had a bad Maybe. set. Maybe I was Ooh, also the comedy. Because your girlfriend's a cooler. <laughs> the comedy store. She's a cooler. She's a cooler. <laughs> she, the first four times she saw me do stand up, I didn't do well. To yeah. the point where I was like, you know, I'm actually good. I've had, yeah. I've had alba- albatrosses like that. Yeah. I've had like, certain comics when they'd walk in the room, I'd be like, fuck. Uh, there's some for, people that are coolers, man. For a while, when Chris Fairbanks would walk into a room, I'd be like, damn it, I'm going to have a bad set. And then mm-hmm. finally, you have the one good Who's set. Who's Chris mm-hmm. Fairbanks? He's another comedian. But it was just like, you know, a comic that you Was it never, just a jinx? It was just like a jinx. Super 
because I think we're yeah. like we're all like you know non-athletic baseball players. It's right. like you know uh, the, the humidity's too high. I have the wrong socks on. I should have pissed on the left side of the toilet. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking have a terrible game. Totally. Yeah. You know, and it throws you because it's all mental. The whole thing is fucking totally. mental. I remember. Also, I remember when I first when I first started having kind of exciting things happen in my career. The first showcase it was I think a Comedy Central showcase. I w- didn't run that day, and I ate this particular <laughs> vegan dish at this restaurant. <laughs> and then so then it was for callback. I did the same thing, and then I the third or fourth time I did that, I thought I, I have to I have to break this because I'll be 20 you years in. You have to in. break it. <laughs> exactly. I'm a, the same. I'm, I'm, I'm a man. I'm not I'm not an ape. I'm a real person. That's me, by the I way. I feel BTW <laughs> that I'm trapped inside a, a disturbing fucking mixtape. So um, you are that I, that. Um, that like for the first like I had a good set in a denim shirt and uh-huh. then I wore that denim shirt like every set for like two years until I don't know if you probably started after this but it's the guy hilarious. who ran um, the punchline in San Francisco before Molly was this guy named Hutch oh I've and he was it. like you gotta stop wearing that fucking shirt like this is <laughs> not okay your um, comedy co- shirt yeah it was my comedy shirt it was my yeah. co- it was my fucking comedy shirt I couldn't do it That's I couldn't really I had my funny. notes in there and they fit perfectly my pen would stick out I mean what an idiot so what did you grow up what did you grow up like what was it all about big and black. From the beginning, <laughs> bam! Just from right coming out the baby, shoot, just baby style. six feet tall. Rawr. You came out full, um, full, full height, but you hadn't you had to grow <laughs> sideways. <laughs> just long. It was an easy birth, though. Like a baby, like a pencil, and full baby. She looked like a baby, baby face, <laughs> giant baby, <laughs> like sort of chubby baby. ass, chubby cheeks. Your mom would wrap you around a stick. Where are you from? Um. Uh. Yeah. I get poor. Where are you from? Weird nerd. And in San Francisco or in Oakland? I was born in San Francisco and then like kind of grade school, East Bay, and then back to San Francisco for middle school and high school. Now, our listeners may not know this, but I actually am also from the East Wait, Bay. Wait, what? I'm from Oakland. What? What? I've never mentioned. Has I'm anybody, Oakland do right you know now. the thing about most people? So how did you start? Uh, what, what I'm in Oakland right now. What was your start in comedy? In what, Santa, was it, what was the? Uh, I did like the, sketch and improv in high school and college, and then um, stopped. I was going to be a lawyer because I had, like super, you know. You're a tall black woman. I'm you tall black be a woman. Look at yeah. me. I mean, come yeah. on, yeah. Boston. You're great. This bitch. You're not black. You're great. You're a tall, tall great totally woman. Great. <laughs> and uh, I mean, you know, there's other people that are great, like you, Will Smith. So um, that's pretty much it, though. That's I'm actually it, at the, the president. The president. The president. So and then I was so I was just working and like insanely miserable and i was like trying to figure out like what had changed i was like what's you know what i mean you're like like what's missing why all of a sudden like you know do i have a tummy ache and it was because i wasn't doing any i wasn't performing anymore so and you had a terrible i thought i was a comedian and a I had terrible uti yeah well. it's, it's celiac disease <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh and i was like well i gotta get back on stage what can i do i mean it's, it's i didn't i don't have like a great origin story i wasn't sure. like and then i listened yeah. to my bell cosby album a hundred times no it was like there was this shitty the precursor to Comedy Central was this network called Ha. And yep. it was just like, you know, one night stand fucking over and over again, guy in front of a brick wall. And I was watching it and I was right. like, I could do I could do that. So I just started writing joke ideas down in a notebook. Did, did you grow up with that? You're you're that vibe of you're not black, you're great kind of situation. Did that start when you were yeah, it was only black kid in high school until, until high school. Great. So, yes, heard it constantly. I have a theory. That I've never thought before, okay. and I want to share. It's Please exciting. bring it up. Bring I have a racial out. theory, and at this late, at this stage, you in the have game, a racial theory. Let me, let me have say, BTW. Uh, anytime someone starts with "I have a racial theory," it's probably not going to end <laughs> well. But it's it's going to go. I, mean, I, I have I, a I'm racial gonna... theory. <laughs> <laughs> let us go to the white. I ball. have a, okay. <laughs> You would be hear me out on this one. <laughs> Come on, stick with me here. 
Guys, no, come it on. isn't. This isn't racist. Wait, this wait, wait, hang no, 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 it, no, it's not racist. It's actually just uh, just it's, racial. It's observation. It, yeah. And great. Look, I've proven. I've made my bones on this. Yeah. On what? On, on fucking on the racial backs of shit. Negroes. On, on the backs shit. of literal Negro. bones. Literal <laughs> bones. I've made my bones on the bones, bones of black of, yes, people. I think racial, crazy racial shit, and convince black people. Much like the White House, my career has been built on the back of Negroes. So let's do this. All right. Like you're, you would be considered an outlier. You'd be considered you're a you're a uh, Ivy League black person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's uh, there are several of us, but yes, no, I, would I understand. consider myself but an outlier. Whatever, Absolutely. like culturally white, like whatever yes. you want to call it. Whatever Oreo, it is. as they used to call it, oh, 1991. God. Remember Oreo? I think it was earlier than 1991. <laughs> I feel it was like 1980. Blue yeah, Ivy League. You know, you would be considered a you know someone without an identity. You know, a a, a loner, a person that does not know themselves. Perhaps a person <laughs> with low self-esteem and no self-identity. <laughs> Go ahead now. Um, now. You okay I'm now? Lost, and, and alone. So you stick out <laughs> in the desert. Uh, perhaps you a ghost. Stick out. Not there. No. No. Not. Not there. <laughs> you stick out as a black person in a white world. Okay. Now the white. I'm not stipulating. I'm just yes. listening. No, listen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, listening. now I'll let you know when it's your time to respond. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, listen here, Brownie. Uh, Keep it down. Uh, yeah, I'm downgrading you from from gray to black. Okay. Uh, that's uh, an upgrade, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. So you were okay. So you're an outlier in the black community. So I'm you're sweating. By you're one of the. Super hot in here. I turned off the air and Terry Walker. You're sweating because of the racism. Turn it on. We're not going to hear. I always sweat when it's racist too. He's having the liberal white shivers. No, I am. I might have a stroke. He freaks out whenever somebody <laughs> says, with now, any, I have a race theory. Anybody <laughs> speaks with any candor about race or has an interesting And yet I do I ho- co-host the Chance yeah, podcast. I know. I know, and every week you put yourself through this. <laughs> you uh, put me through this. No. Okay. So what's the theory? The theory is you are no different so you're you're considered a smart black person, right? <laughs> Proportionally, uh, per capita, I what I'm what I had just had the thought is there are just as many smart black people as there are smart white people. There's just way more white people in America. So the people that stand out in the black community it are no the difference between you an Ivy League black person and a quote unquote ghetto black person is really no different than the difference between a smart white person and a white trash person. Well, that's an interesting that theory, but it leaves racist? out it leaves out the reality of uh, uh, you know the poverty differential. Of the white the po- well, and I would even actually say poverty differential is important, but I think the access differential is the oh, biggest no. one. Poverty right. differential Absolutely. is a factor of access. Like there, there are there's a higher percentage of white people that have access. Agreed. To mm-hmm. but I think but it's the same. Uh, I I would put that into the theory, mm-hmm. and I would say that that. Because I, I don't think poor white trash people have have a lot of access to good education. No, I either. agree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So, but you just but there are the, but there having said that there is a big uh, there's uh, a higher proportion of black people in of, poverty yes. because of a, of a history of denial of access. Yes, more of them would be out of poverty and have better access if they hadn't been pushed. Yes, out of yes. There okay. is like and there and because of that, there's more of a white middle class uh, educationally mm-hmm. than there's a black middle mm-hmm. class. Well, this it seems is what like I'm there's it's feast or famine in a very real oh, way. You know that started came in like a lion and went out no, like, like a, a lamb, lamb. but yes. I enjoyed it I enjoyed it, it was th- for a black person oh. to know that phrase is oh, a real it's, test it's good right I'm great back to lion back to great 
<laughs> back but to lions. Back upgraded. to <laughs> but I, lions are assholes. But I'm actually, I, I actually have always been sort of fascinated with the idea of the person who's, whose society identifies as, you know, like the great. Uh, right, yeah. right. And the fact that you, you still walk through the world as a, a woman of color. Like, mm-hmm. it, that, that is a true. Right, you're a li- it's a little bit of a rock and a hard place. I mean, it was when I was younger, right? Because yeah. the white kids didn't accept me because I was black, and the black kids didn't accept me because they thought I thought I was white. Right. So I, what, I mean, I was not like, it wasn't like the white people were like, well, we'll take you. You uh-huh. know what I mean? It was like, I really was an outlier in the true sense of the word. I was also incredibly bookish. My parents didn't believe in television. I was obsessed with, with fucking science fiction, and I had glasses, and I was like a science fair queen. So, right, right. yeah, I didn't have any friends at all. Yeah, it's like you don't get a free pass on the racism of society because... You're a smart yeah, black person. You know, they don't go, oh, you're good. You, yeah, you see that yeah. Makers thing this week, that thing on PBS? No. About, it's, about, it's basically about feminist icons and feminism mm-hmm. and kind of the history of feminism. Interesting. And it was the first time I really watched... Feminine, like, really thought of women as a people, people <laughs> as human beings. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a hole, not, a, not just not a hole, just a hole yeah. and a <laughs> couple, <laughs> of, couple yeah. of titties. Yeah. And, and it occurs, uh, to and me. then there's another hole. I watch yeah. two holes and some titties. Okay? Yeah, and they're then, almost like people. They're almost like real people. Yeah, well, might, you think you are they to me, might? That's how much I love you. Have feelings? Uh, no, but but at, and so I was talking to my girlfriend who's Native American about. <laughs> what, who adding has to it? his race racial who, who has it, the, uh, look I, <laughs> I'm about who's got I'm it, like, liberated enough to fuck a brown who's girl who's got it right, worse let me just say. like like in terms of the hierarchy like uh, women black and uh, you can go worldwide with this if you want mm-hmm. women black people Native Americans Latino like in terms of my oppressed minority, because the thing globally with women is, or domestically, globally, I, well, Native Americans are arguments. fucked up. There's not, there's like three of them left. What? Yeah. yeah. So, one of, and one of them is going out. And, and yeah, well, so she's so screwed. She's I mean, but she's yeah. not Native American. And she's I'm, just great. And I'm not. So, <laughs> so there's like two left. No, she's then, great spirit. <laughs> and then the two that are left are drunk and living on a yeah. reservation. So yeah, Native Americans. So much get, for racism. Anyhow, go ahead. Boom. So ladies and gentlemen, I laid waste to all conversational taboos. Too. Uh, um, so yeah, there's, they really got the short end because at least black people. I mean, it was terrible. Everything that you know, the diaspora and slavery were terrible. But right. a lot of us lived through it. You know what I mean? Native yeah. Americans did not live through their Holocaust. Right. There's right. the but ten of them. But having said that, they did get reparations, whereas black people never had. That is no, that's true. true. That's true. Which we spoke in the last podcast. What? Mm-hmm. But I guess it's like, where do women come into this in terms of just like rights? Because it's like women got the right to vote in 1913. Right. Globally, women are screwed. I yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely screwed. I mean, when you talk about places and you know where, I mean, women are just you know they're the baby, female babies are killed. Uh, yeah. You know, girls are sold into sex slavery yeah. at the age of five and six, and then you know, or, the, or their genitals are they're nine. Yeah, and you know, just until they have breasts. Yeah. Um. You know, or you have places where their genitals are cut off with like a rusty piece of metal. Yeah. yeah. Women have it terribly all over the world, regardless of color. Right. Yeah. So, um, women are fucked. Yeah, and, yeah. R- globally. Globally, totally. Yeah, literally, kept literally. Yeah, yes. I mean, you know, it's just just pieces of, of property. Every, I mean, or like a girl gets stoned. This is you guys heard this story. There's been a million of them, but it was like North Iraq, Northern Iraq, maybe North of Pakistan, where a girl was living with her sister's family, and the husband of the sister was looking at her sexually. He decided he wanted to rape her. She's like 13. He decided he wanted to rape her. So he rapes her. Then the wife kills the 13-year-old girl. The girl for getting for, raped. For getting raped. That's pretty typical in that part of the world. It's pretty intense. And now I'm going to say something super racist, but fuck those people. I'm, I'm not saying fuck all Arabs. I'm saying just fuck that whole fucking worldview. Fuck that. I don't, I don't want to be se- culturally sensitive about it. If right. you're living in a culture where it's okay to kill a girl for being raped by her fucking brother or her 50- or 60-year-old brother-in-law, go 
Fuck yourself. Yeah. Fuck but what do you too. say? You want to talk about it. You want to, but then but that gets into access. I just have to say. And that's not access. No, but this I'm talking about this culturally. So no, well, but yeah. it's cultural access. It's just like they're fucking tribal people. Well, tribalism is a terrible thing. They don't thing. have anything. Tribalism everywhere is terrible. They're that, fucking, it's like Bill Maher does a joke about we're bringing yep. Afghanistan into the 13th century. But like, it's, it's exactly right. It's so fucking old. It's so don't say what you're going to say because I need to say what I have to say so much more. And then you can say what you say after. Is this Neil Brennan's internal monologue right now? That's crazy. Yeah, Which is, uh, and you know, some people are going to be mad at me. I, it's not about race; it's about culture, and that particular culture, that cultural attitude, is fucking bullshit. But um, I had a conversation with someone where I said, you know, every other Western culture or moderately Western culture has gone through some kind of a cultural reformation, right? Western Europe's gone through it. The United States has gone through it. Where where people wake up. So there's the Arab Spring is happening now. So they're in the beginning of it. But, but you're right; they're in the beginning of their renarenaissance. Let me say, their Arab Spring has nothing to do with feminism. Whatsoever. No, 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 no. It's, it's pretty it, much. Going further into radicalism in terms of Islam. Well, there's a, there's a split, but what I mean for me, the part of the of the Arab Spring that's interesting is access to information. People waking up and getting connected to cultures and attitudes and ideas outside of their own, because insular insularity, right, and parochialism is what reinforces shitty cultural ideas. Okay. So feminism is late. Feminism is always late. You know, right. women got the vote after you know, I mean, like way fucking after everybody else. Well, yeah, I think the thing is in the Arab world, a lot of these regimes that they're overturning are regimes that on paper are more. Uh, uh, sexually progressive, I mean gender-wise progressive right, right, right. than the, the incoming regime. So, like Saddam Hussein, who was a Ba'athist, they're socialists, so they're officially not uh, Islam uh, is not officially any part of their government. Mm-hmm. So they were female doctors and blah mm-hmm. blah blah. And now what you've got is you've got uh, you're back to sort of right. theocratic kind of uh, right, weirdness. right. And I think they're worried about that happening again in uh, what, it's going to happen. Syria, like in Syria, it's happening, these kind of it's happening in Egypt. Over. It's yeah. happening in like it's that's because people suck, by the numbers. Man. It happened in it, suck. it happened suck. in uh, in the West Bank too, mm-hmm. or, or it's happened in the Strip. right. We were like we. This was my favorite. We were like we want free and and open elections. Yeah, we want free and, and, and open elections. And we're like, yeah. whoops, we didn't want those guys. No, to I know. Win. That's yeah. the American way. But it's mm-hmm. different with Israel and Palestine because it's uh, Israel because Jews are involved. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> just to jump. <laughs> uh, well, no, but they someone made the show always this thinky. Yeah, it is. Oh, how fun! That's also very vulgar. My favorite is like a dick joke right in the middle of That's a conversation about east-west relations you're a champ yes in the day <laughs> you're after. So there you go um somebody made the but that the thing with that happened with the hamas just is better at running uh elections well, they're just literally. They, but they had the infrastructure. Well, it was, the it way they had the, the infrastructure, Obama right? Beat, beat. It, it wasn't. Didn't they also have like they didn't just have the infrastructure, but whether it was like you know kind of crazy like a fox or just like a happy accident, they were like bringing people food and exactly. blankets yeah. and fucking educate. I mean, they had yeah. like a There's program a, on the ground. Will, they had a better ground game. Will I am made a video. Oh, Will I am was involved <laughs> for Hamas. <laughs> yes, we can. Uh, Scarlett Johansson spoke. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Right, convention. Sorry. I mean, the the well, yeah. Let's not even get into Israel. Uh, and you are. Like you're it. married, mm-hmm. and how did you fall in love with your husband? That's a sweet conversation. Thank you very I was much. fucking his best friend. Oh, uh, shit, that is sweet. Like, what? Look at that over there. I got to give me a piece of that. For real, though. This um, is true. This is moderately true. Um, he... No, you know it is true, and it's it's not apocrypha. I was I was dating his best friend, and he and I got to be super close. And the best friend was like not a great boyfriend, was kind of a dick. He went away for a little while. Me and dude. my dude looked at each other across the room, and some really bad '80s music played. And um, uh, no, you know, just sometimes you 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 meet someone and you connect with them like super intensely. And we just got to be really good friends, and then we eventually got together. And and it so the and so the intensity didn't it didn't start at the beginning. 
No, we were like just super close, but like not sexual. You know what I mean? But like close, you can sort of feel a closeness that. Yeah, like you just think you just needs you know, to like, get fucked. Yeah, there's that. There's that too. <laughs> Who doesn't want to fuck a closeness? But you ever, you ever, you ever just have somebody that you just like? Like even since I've been married, I meet people that I don't want to have sex with, but I'm like, I just like that motherfucker yeah. so much. You just meet them and immediately, like, I like you. I want to hang out with you. Yeah. For me and him, it was like that. I was like, I just fucking like that dude. My friend was like, you like him, like him. I was like, no, I just fucking like him. And then, you know, very but boring. But that you, was sophomore year of college. We've been to together talk since talk yourself into wanting to have sex with him? No. Once you... I love sex. I never need to convince myself No, no, no. To but I'm saying, shit. did you have to, like, talk yourself into the morality of it or talk yourself into, like... Uh, uh, making it from like liking him to like I'm gonna fuck him. <laughs> your 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 version of my internal voice is very funny. Um, no, because I, we kind of did it the right way. Like we realized we liked each other, and then I broke up with the other guy, and then we started dating. Like, and how did the other guy like take it? He took it fine. Whatever. I'm fucking in, ago. and you're fucking he out. He was in our. <laughs> 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 he was uh, he was in uh, he was in our wedding and he's oh he was the other good friends he yeah. was the, furious the whole he was time. the best he was, he was the best man that used to fuck the bride <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that right? you put him in a in a plexiglass <laughs> case <laughs> he, had a special, he had a special tie if you, if you slept with the bride you had a special colored tie on to separate you from the rest of the group <laughs> and you went you wore white. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! Just cause it's my fucking party. You gotta wear beige in no, that I, situation, beige. you know. And beige how do you stay stains. married happily? Um, this is all just you just kind be, of be awesome. I just don't know how to. No, do no, it. I like the new love, Neil. It's nice. I'm not it's sweet. Yeah. It's sweet, right? These are beautiful. It feels questions. like I'm being sarcastic, but I'm not. You have love on your mind. It's nice. Yeah, yeah you like your girl. It. You like your native yeah, girl. Yeah, I really do. Pocahontas. But I just yeah. I met her. Super racist. I met Neil's girl at a party. I so met her. Dog. She was. Yeah, Doug met her. She's bad, man. I like she, you guys. She bad. I like how you guys are. You're. This is not an endorsement. You're like I met her. I met her. Well, she's well, a person. It's I for saw our listeners. Her. You know what I mean? So it's all mystery, you know, mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. I'm saying I approve. She bad. She okay, bad. Yeah, she all right. It's also 1987. Super cool. Fucking Richard Pryor and. I was like, hey, swing bomb by here. When you came in, you were crying. I like a pussy. <laughs> yeah. What kind of woman that right there? <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't have a trick for staying married um, other than to say that uh, I'm just nicer to him than I am to everybody else, and he's nicer to me than he is to everybody else. And uh, and Does it come naturally? Sometimes you got to work at it. Sometimes you don't. But what? like, I just save my best behavior for him. You know what I mean? But you must have been hit on by so many hot guys Constantly. over the years. I mean, you're, you know, God, right? that was so conceited. Uh, yeah, I get no, hit it's on. True, I do, though. I of course you do. Yeah, sure. I mean, well, that's just in this you're business. You're very good looking. Yeah. Just in this but business, you're out a lot of with humanity. dudes. Yeah, it's a bit. Fucking that too. But what I'm saying is, uh, like, you're getting when you're show business, they're hot. They're getting people are getting hotter and hotter as well. You know? Um, but I we have white people problems. Really do that. I feel like. God, I wish I had like a really good answer for this. You know, I feel like marriage is fucking in- insanely difficult, and you'll go through periods of your life where this is the only person you ever want to see, and you can't wait to get home, and there are periods of life where you don't want to go home at all, and you have to realize that the periods of not wanting to go home at all usually pass. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, and that... What's like, the longest I'm never, one you're of never those not going to want to fuck other people. Like I think also people right. think if I want to fuck other people, it means I shouldn't be with right. this person. Right. You're never not going to want to fuck other people. Just get fucking used to that feeling. Right. It's like being on a diet. Just get used to feeling fucking hungry. Like I it's always, yeah, shit. I want to eat that shit. But you just look you know like eating that is going to fuck up this fucking great thing I built. Do you? Uh, what's the longest period you've had of just I don't want to fuck with go home? Not long. I mean, like a couple of months, maybe. I mean, I didn't stay out a couple of months. Right. But you know, yeah, like a couple of months where I was like, you know, feeling ambivalent. I think everybody goes. To that you just go through right. periods where you're just like so in the other person and periods where and you're not. And do you think he knew? 
I'm sure he did. Yeah, okay. we had a period where like he was a litigator and I was doing stand up, and like he would leave at six in the morning and be at work till ten, and I would right. sleep until two, and then do stand up and stay out till four, and we would just never see each other. And then then we just were like, oh, this is not. This is gonna be. This is gonna end badly, you know. And we just had to change things around. But you know, there was a period where we were just that kind of chugging along well, like that, uh, not seeing if- each other. And, like, that was okay when it was happening, and then it wasn't okay, you know? Right. Doug, you ever had a period like that? You ever had a period? I never had a period, no. <laughs> I was looking at the bang and no. thinking. Never it's adorable. It's the cutest bang. It's very Thank Bieber. You. Dude, I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> I don't want to be lost. Bieber. No, but it's Your so hair cute. looks great, Neil. I'm lost, man. No, I, feel like I straight up feel like I'm doing this for you. Aisha. The hair? No, okay, Aisha, yeah. hold on. Okay. You're a woman. You're, you're, you're a stylish, you're beautiful get, woman. You have to get some intelligent You want to fuck? You're culturally white. You down get a fuck? For a long time, Neil had a faux hawk. Oh, okay. And we shamed him into moving away from that. Mm-hmm. And now we we all think that he looks very handsome with a more regular head of hair. Yeah, you look rugged. Yeah. Are you like an athletic person? Yeah, I'm pretty athletic do you, right do, now. Do you, you do. You're flexing. You're showing your guns. Pretty athletic. Are you like a CrossFit guy? Like I a am. You know what? I am a kettlebell guy. Yeah, look, that's CrossFit. That well, that's CrossFit. And I, uh, my, I've never. I'm very strong right now. Are you for real? Yeah, I'm like for real strong. Like I can. And my ass. He's got. Is you hard. know what? He's got. He's got that like wiry. <laughs> I, yeah, I've always thing. wanted to be that white trash kid that just can drink just like Mountain crazy Dew. Crazy lean and like wiry. Drink Mountain Dew and Cheetos and still be fucking can climb a fucking <laughs> telephone <laughs> pole. Who do you got in a fight? Uh, me, Doug, or Neil? Who's the champion of the champs? I, I got to give it to Neil God just based it. on looks. <laughs> you do, for the listeners at home, Neil just smiled in such a genuine and real way. I feel I like, wish, I feel I like Moshe would try to reason his way out of the fight. <laughs> I also, I'm smiling so big I wish I could get my headshots done right now. Because <laughs> they would be pretty great, guys. Uh, this sort of joy yeah, what I haven't is, felt This, this fellow here has got a real just genuine happiness in his eyes. What right? is he He's smizing right Is he right pregnant? What the fuck is he doing? What is what did your girlfriend think about the hair? She actually was. She's like, I like you it. You look like a grown up. But she—that's what I don't. She's you like, like what? The new. She goes. It doesn't really match your spirit or your clothing. Just to say, <laughs> let me just say this. Are you wearing mohawk style no, clothing? No, I'm just wearing like fucking <laughs> white hip hop. Wait, the new hair or the old hair? It's Before he came, he took up his t-shirt hair, that was pinned like, together with safety pins. Yeah, yeah. it's not quite mohawk. It's kind of like. <laughs> Bohawks. All right, <laughs> here's what I want to go for. Do you have and an Ed Hardy T-shirt? If you let no. me know if you guys, no, there's a guy going. named Paul Gasol, the basketball player. Yeah, you should definitely brother, look like has him. Has a brother a named Mark. Guy. His brother hot? named Mark Gasol. Not as not as attractive. Uh, oh, way more attractive. Oh, actually. okay. Let, let I'm gonna Mark bring Saul him up. Guy, is he on the Lakers? He Mark Gasol. You look plays like the little guy on the Lakers. Steve Blake. Yeah, that's that who you look like. Yeah, that hurts. Little one. I'm sorry. It hurts and it's true. He's a millionaire. Is this a fauxhawk? Wash over you. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a yeah, faux hawk. Listen, the fauxhawk. I, I, I didn't. That is a fauxhawk. And by the way, no, this no, no, man is I, not I, handsome. I uh-huh. understand that if you have a fauxhawk, there's an 80 percent chance you're a douchebag. I would he say looks as if he's in the middle of sex and someone stuck their thumb in his ass without warning at first. Utter stark. I would say it's now upwards of 97 percent. I like I was. It's a Venn diagram, and and you get a lot of douchebag into. But but at the same time, I kind of feel like there's a chance. How about that? Are you, are you we're looking at Marcus saw picture. Yeah, why are you doing this he's visual? Not, he's, visual I want you to know game. he does not look like you, and he's not attractive. Okay. okay. You know what? There's a lot of guys that don't have the luxury of having hair. <laughs> just to bitch about 
perfect hairline that he's got here. I'm not like, going to talk about fucking food. Okay. I'm not going to talk about Some people yeah, don't exactly. eat. There I don't are people that can afford sad. fucking computer or, or, or fucking Some do drops. don't have food every day. It's yeah. like we've done this twice, but the second time the stakes were so much lower. We're like, <laughs> women really do. They're stoned. They're straight up. They're killed for... And then think of the bald men. Think of the bald men. Think of the bald men. Yes, yeah. Women were raped and killed. Or think of guys with no hair. And, oh, you know what? I actually think of you a lot because I remember when you were... When you were emceeing at the Laugh Factory, <laughs> and and but no, I'll tell you, explain why. And the fact that you had a husband, mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm gay. Became <laughs> that became that I give that advice to girls when they're mm-hmm. like, I'm moving to L.A. Uh, any advice? I go, just say you're married. <laughs> yeah, uh, for real. Oh, wait, oh say yes. you're married or say Absolute you have a boyfriend. Instantaneous blockage. Yes, and I, and I think and oh, I'm told on stage. You mean? Just, no, no. Just, 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 just like to keep. I'm not going to fuck you yeah. under any circumstances. Yeah. So don't waste my time or your time. Right. right. Waste of everybody's energy. It also it changes the dynamic in the room of like. It takes you, it keeps you from being a peer. And even women I know that are single, I'm like, I've all every, I'm just don't shit where you sleep. Don't do mm-hmm. it. Don't do it. It doesn't fucking matter. You don't want to end up in somebody's act. Like, just fuck it. Like, don't, yeah. you know, this is your workplace. Don't do it. Go, there's plenty of fucking guys will fuck you on the street. I agree. Moshe loves female comics. I just love that comic pussy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Funny pussy is good pussy. Man, I like you bring condoms with you. <laughs> man, I be, I, I so bust the gut. <laughs> I bust a nut and then I bust the gut. It's the best of both worlds. Nut all up in them guts. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I don't like, uh, that. I'm with you. Yeah, never. I don't like never, seeing, never, never, I don't never. like bumping into people. Ugh. Or it's gonna end badly, and then you gotta see this person, or you forever. then you can't go back there, or like well, all of Think it. Think about just, if you yeesh. fucked like Dane or someone that from back then. You see just, him fucking constantly. I just don't believe in building walls around love. Oh, that's adorable and full of shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean I'm nope. trying to think of like what that. Yeah, it just there's just something about it. Also, unfortunately, like, like the kind of sexual politics is such that like you couldn't walk in the way it, like if you and a, and a comic fucked. A dude and a chick comic fucked. The dude could still walk back into the club with, like, with that look on his face, yeah. and you couldn't. You know what I mean? I mean, you could, oh, but uh, right. just everybody would be thinking about how it. How long do you think that – how much longer do you think that will exist? It's in, not going to last in, much longer, but in, it's still the there. In, you know, the, was, in the world. In the world okay, forever. In America. in America. In America, maybe 10, another 10, 15 years. Where, yeah, was, where they're – yeah. Yeah, maybe not in the country. In the country forever. But out in the cities, I think already people are kind of past it. Um we're talking about just sexual power and yeah, gender. And yeah, just like the idea that like two people fuck in a workplace. Yeah, yeah that, that whole thing. 10 to 15 years, I you think? I say 10 to 15 years. It'll that's be I done. think that's optimistic. I do, too. Yeah, um, really? Yeah. Exactly. Do you have any good, really good sex stories? <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm not, I wouldn't have asked I'm not getting off. Uh, yeah, so we you know, ask you know every male. Neil, no, because Neil's about love, but I'll tell you, you're about sex. I see we ask you every are. male. We, no, have, we ask every male we have on this podcast. And they tell a good sex story if they have one, like an, so like explicit, like like kiss and like tell, some or funny just, shit. Oh, let's see. Mm. Yeah, they are explicit. Right. Yeah. yeah, they could be. Gen- they could be funny, but they're never married. That's right. why. Oh, that's true. That's fair. Oh, that's fair. I didn't think about that. Spousal sex is off limits. And I'm trying to think of back into the dark recesses of my mind before I was married, and whether I have any good sex stories. No, I really don't. I mean, I. You know, I got mine. But um, uh, 10, 15 years, you're going to be able to say that, and no one's going to yep, judge you for it. That's right. Yeah, right now, like, you're, you're, uh, there's a lot of people pull their cars over, and they're furious. They're waiting, or they're said, mad that I wasn't right, going to be. You yeah, I, I, you know, it's, it's funny. It's like chicks generally are, uh, we talk about sex a lot, 
but I don't internally. Yeah, with each other. No. Well, um, well, how about this? What's the worst, the most like gross thing that's ever happened to you that wasn't sexual? A guy trying to fuck you. <laughs> you got to have a good one of those. Oh um, yeah, the like a famous guy <laughs> yeah. did something. Name names. Do you don't have the name names? No. Oh God, I'm. <sighs> okay, I'm not going to name this person because they're very, very famous. But I went up to uh, I went to an event. Um, it was like a like a special uh, like a ce- like a celebration of this person's work, and they got a, an award of some kind. And they were there with another girl that I also know. And I hugged them, and they and in front in a room full of a hundred people said, "My girl, want to fuck you so bad." You mean she was standing there, right there, and he's hugging, and he's you, hugging me, and yeah. she doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is like a whispered. It was whispered, but it wasn't as whispery as he thought it was. Oof, like she s- totally heard it. I don't know if she heard it. I think she ignored that it was like too intimate of a hug. Wow. Um, and I, I And said, this is like a big star. He's, he's huge. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I was pretty Man, I'm was not with his with wife that or with his girlfriend? Girl, with this girl. I have a feeling that when you get famous enough, you, you have so many yes men around you that at a certain level, like the level of whoever this is, you start doing things like that. And mm-hmm. people going like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're just like, everybody's been saying yes to me for so long. I feel like I can. But I also can, you expect everything you say to be to public be, kind of or like well not just public but done com- I mean if you spend all yeah. day going I want a coke and a coke shows yes, up you yeah, know right. bring me my notebook turn on this television pick me up in that golf cart drive me to dinner by midnight you, yeah. you say girl I want to fuck you so bad you expect just right. a naked and I, woman I to appear like, I, I was like that's that's nice and also <laughs> if, you're, pat, pat, if pat, everyone's like making money off you they're just like he's crazy yeah right. that's it oh yeah he's a crazy motherfucker George Clooney you crazy or whoever was. it wasn't it definitely yeah. not I will tell you something right now George Clooney is the classiest motherfucker I've ever met he would never do anything like that he doesn't have to. And right. he's fly off of asses he seems when he walks cool. by. He's the he's like the classiest, most disciplined, most kind of cool, yeah. un- unbelievably nice guy. It's definitely not George Clooney. Um, it reminds I this can say we can segue into this or not. Uh, that reminded me of a joke on the Oscars that um, uh, that about Ben Affleck and Ben Affleck didn't take it well. Which one? Which I was surprised I in the monologue. He's really easygoing. There was an Affleck joke about him joke? being the. Uh, but he was oh. such an obscure director no, I that I think the, he took it well. I think he did take I think it well. He, I agree. Actually. Yeah, I think he took it well. Oh, I thought he like didn't, and I thought he dissed Seth on stage. No, uh, no, I actually he, think he was really he he. He was trying to make a joke. I think. I think he was trying to make a joke and yeah. like it was full of adrenaline and pissing himself. And, and probably that crowd didn't. sucked, and I think it yeah. came off like he was mad. I, that's how I interpreted yeah. it. Yeah, I thought no, that joke was I, lame. It didn't really make any sense. I loved it. I loved the joke. I really? thought, yeah, I just loved it because, I mean, not that it's a joke that I would tell, but I loved that, you know, how, how did you guys feel generally about how, how Seth did? I read this article today that I thought was really intriguing, which was, uh, the title of it was Never Have... I mean, Sean. What's his first name? Seth. Yeah, Seth. Seth. You it is it right. Seth. I yeah. just fucking... I can't the title remember. was Never Have Have People Been So Offended Over So Little. Yes. Like, and it's like oh, it's yeah. like increasing speed and velocity, where the outrage is... That's uh, the name the of the out- game, man. The outrage is getting disproportionately right, large right, compared right. to the offense, which right. is... But it's also Seth the- MacFarlane does a boob song, and I everybody... I love the fucking boob song! And everybody's crying out about, like, uh. the death... The depths of misogyny and oh, anti-Semitism yeah, that's and the racism. name of the game. It's everyone's trying to out-blog each other. I noticed right. this a long a time ago. It's a machine. You may have noticed this at school, at like a good school. Mm-hmm. I When I hang, hung out with Harvard people, I noticed that they would try to have the biggest 
opinion yes the quickest the most extreme yes like that, the most the, heartfelt the most, the most deeply defensible yes. p- yeah. that they could argue mm-hmm. and i find that i like a forensics that, class like who's yeah. going to be able to argue the most right. extreme opi- yeah. opinion and i noticed yeah. that a long time ago and now it's, the internet it is, is like, like that. it that's the yeah, internet when someone's is like that shame on you shame on you you need to apologize to women everywhere the joke that fucking boob song i'll tell you what i was, del- was delighted by that telecast i love that it was edgy enough to not be boring but not so edgy to make people squirm like the like i love when he threw that bottle of booze at george clooney and was like fuck you i'll drink this like i right. thought it was just and i thought those were peers in the room so generally they laughed at his jokes it felt like yeah well it, what's it funny felt, is he's it, richer it, than all of them oh yeah exactly it yeah, felt like, not even like the outrage was just people it didn't even feel like they were outraged. No, it just in the felt room, like they were just like doing a, a it's trying on a suit I know, I of just, outrage. I just like, thought he just ate. Was, old, I just thought he ate old-fashioned shit. It was whatever. It wasn't. It was, but who's been better? Who who has been better? And oh, I'm not well, talking that, about like Billy Crystal dancing around like fucking Busby Berkeley, you know, oh, revival. Uh, but like who's, who's genuinely who's was legitimately Ross? been better? Chris wasn't Chris great. Chris bombed. He ate it yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Chris wasn't great. It's not a good crowd. Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin were good. All right. They had some good That's jokes. That's fair. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just, I, I think just go out and do, Andy Samberg did the IFC Awards, and his monologue was fucking hilarious. Yeah. But, yeah, but also his IFC. Yeah, no, no, exactly. but you could have, he could have, Seth could have taken 80% of those jokes and done them on the Oscars. I disagree. I think you're overestimating how, how about, horrible right, Amy the crowd Tina, was. Yeah. Amy and Tina. No, but at the, the Oscars, there's something particular. They did a great job at the Globes, yeah. yeah. But it's There's something particular about the Oscars that it's, is rougher. It's, it is so pretentious. It is such a pretentious group of people. It takes themselves so seriously. I don't think Tina and Amy could have done what they did at the Globes at the Oscars. I we agree. think they can, but I don't think when they were in there trying to sell that. Yeah. The, everyone's drunk at the Globes. You know what I mean? The, the, it, it just, it's just pretentious fucking bullshit. No, I agree. Seth, I, I think that I believe that Amy and Tina could have. Seth I believe that it, with that monologue, they could have done great. Seth, Seth called it the, uh, the, the Kobayashi Maru uh, uh, of hosting. <laughs> you know what that is? It's no. a Star Trek reference that, that like at the at the uh, Academy, there's a test that you take There's n- that there's no way to win. No way to win. You Never. die. The yeah. only way to right. w- to get through it is that you sacrifice. You blow up. Right. And the only person who ever passed the Kobayashi Maru test was James Tiberius Kirk. Was it? I thought it was um, uh, Captain Picard. Was it Picard? Think, was well, somebody guys? I, I would know this, okay, but I was sorry. too busy getting Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> the I old mean, Kobayashi Maru. So I I'm giving her the old Kobayashi Maru, ah. if you know what I mean, which by which I mean when I fuck her, All there's no hands. way out of it but yeah. dying. All hands on dick. What about so, on the um, wh- the boob song? My uh, friend on a Facebook was offended that one of the references was a rape scene from a movie. A couple of them were oh, rape God scenes. Who he, gives he a were, shit? He referred to... Uh, I'm just saying. Jodie um, Foster, Jody Foster and Boys Don't Cry. And no, it wasn't Boys Don't Cry. Was it Boys Don't Cry? It was Jodie Foster and... Uh, Jodie Foster and the, the Accused. The Accused and, accused, and then yeah. Boys Don't Cry. You know... Good fucking God. Who cares? Well, no, that's the... People are... Uh, I mean, it's such a fucking obvious hacky point, but people are upset about Seth MacFarlane and fine with Syria. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, know what? what? They're that is fine put. with it. Yes, fine with people or being even, fucking gunned down fine. in the street. Like, you know, I don't. That's hard. I can't that's do anything thing. about and that. This is that but argument I, can... I had before, which was 
making fun of Kim Kardashian any or, or believing that you have an opinion about this shit is so it's not a sign of intelligence. Right. It's a fucking sign. It's it's junk food. But well, the internet is a gaping culture. hole that must be fed at all times. Well, Neil yeah. can do it while we're talking about Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> with his dick. With uh, my dick. Um, well, I mean, the, the best tweet I saw that Seth w- had retweeted was basically somebody saying, "Oh, I'm very upset about the misogyny in Seth MacFarlane's monologue." Uh, and here, onto the worst dressed women at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like the re- that's yeah. where the real sexism is yeah. is in the whole societal kind of crush of like sexualizing women. It's not in some guy's five minute joke. I don't the boob song. I would have had no problem with it. They just did it the way he does shit on his show, which is an eight second cutaway. Right. I liked which it. I liked it when the it. gay choir came out and fucking orchestrated like the little orchestral rendition about it. It was a dumb. It was a dumb joke where he got to say yeah. boobs on right. network television twenty times, which I delighted in. Yeah. I did a tweet after all that that said it's not that we don't think that the sexist jokes were sexist, it's that they think we, they were jokes. Yes. And someone it, uh, someone wrote me back like typical white man, uh, easy for a white man to say. And I thought to myself, you know, there were there, the, the the annoying ADL is upset about fucking that. Oh. Mu- that made me more mad than anything when the ADL came out about Ted saying anti-Semitic jokes. Yeah, like, so that's the thing. I was going to ask about like what, how you reacted because like, I again thought that was so funny. It, it was the funny. anti-defamation league is what you're talking. Yeah, about. The, yeah. it's just not only was it funny. It's just like how pathetic do we want to appear in the media that we can't take a joke coming Any out joke. of a talking Ted well, I want to shoot a sketch right? that's basically like a firehouse for first reactors. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> People are just like, what happened? Go, 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 go. Like, the bell rings and they slide <laughs> down they don't the even thing. Know. Like, Where, are Where are we going? Where do we go? I'm not that outraged yeah. about this. <laughs> you no, you get more outraged. You get outraged. Well, Abe Foxman from the ADL would be the chief of the chief of that fire department. It's like you can't have a sense of humor about anything. You can't. Right. You know, People, it's this bitch-ass gotcha culture. People think it's a sign of intelligence. To, to be offended. To be offended. Yeah. Whereas, and in fact, it's actually the opposite. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's the opposite. Yeah, You're not smart enough to realize the nuance of what's happening. Right. It's just a joke. Yes. 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 I made a lot of reach-around jokes about taking that Ted, teddy bear to fucking orgy and how it'd be like the only pillow that would give you a reach-around. I was enjoying the whole thing. I liked how dirty the show was. Yeah. I, I, you know, I but also classy. At classy and dirty at the same time. You know, it what was, was classy about it? Like uh, old you know, kind of Hollywood, you know, dancing. dancing and, the thing, kind of and then stuff. when and then when when um when fucking Bill Shatner said that Seth was gonna be <laughs> was gonna come I, out I, I in fifteen making, years, like oh that shit was yeah, hilarious right. to me. Uh, and well, Tommy Lee Jones laughed, and no one can ever get that old fucking coot to laugh. Jesus Christ, he's dead inside. Yeah, like jokes like that were funny, and mm-hmm. I thought he should have just done a lot of those. Yeah. But I saw your boobs and mixing up Denzel and Eddie was I fucking right. hate when white people do jokes like that. <laughs> it's just like so fucking so shitty. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like it's also it's just jokes that work on the Family Guy that don't work for a live audience. Right, it, right, you right. weren't a fan, I, right? Of Seth? Of Seth's hosting. You thought no. it was bad. I didn't think it was good. I, because it's a, a guy who doesn't deal with audiences. No, enough. he's not a stand-up. And that's maybe my own prejudice of like gets. It's like Amy and Tina deal with fucking why did live Chris, audiences. Why did Chris eat it? Oh, Chris ate it because he just went too mean. Uh-huh. I, I, you know, here's the thing about Chris, who obviously is like an incredibly talented person. I mean, yeah. incre- there's no, you can't take away Off the fact the that he's a monster fucking performer. Yeah. yeah. But I do feel like something that Chris does well is drill a set until it's perfect. Yeah. And I don't think he drilled that night. Mm-hmm. 
to get it perfect. I felt I feel like well, I've seen Chris work out. Yeah. He's a totally different performer. Yeah. You, when he goes up on stage, you know there are some guys who go up with a notebook, and even though the it, jokes are unformed and they still destroy, I feel like <clears> Chris has like workout Chris and performance yeah, Chris and like workout he, Chris, he and they're squints, two different guys. He squints and whispers when yeah, he's trying yeah, out. Yeah, and I and feel then. like we were seeing him work out, which is all he can do because on that night, right. you're writing all day, and jokes that were in the show at three are gone at five, right. and, you know, so then... Some guys relax into that, and some guys get more tense. And I feel like Chris was tense. Did you guys- I just thought he was too mean. That was my feeling. Mm-hmm. It's like he and he told somebody that that was the tone he was trying to hit. Is to be mean. Yeah. He probably thought I don't give a fuck. It's not going to hurt me one way or the other. No. How this night goes. Did, yeah. yeah. Did uh, you guys? Because that because that shit about fucking weight. He had jokes. I still remember that joke about Jude Law. It's fucking great joke. It's just really mean. Yeah, it's just what too mean the for, their, for their. It room. was. Uh, he was just talking about like, why the fuck are you putting Jude Law in all these movies? Oh, just right. wait for Tom Cruise. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, just wait. It's a fucking great joke in <laughs> the worst room to do that. It's a great and then joke. and then yeah. Sean Penn came out like, that Jude Law is one of the greatest, greatest actors of all. I mean, because it's such a pretentious group of people. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, the, the one thing that Seth did well, maybe not well, but properly was to make fun of himself quite a bit right and i think that's the only way you win in that room is to make sure that if you're fucking with other people you fuck with yourself just as much and i thought that was well played you know he did, but it didn't he i like the I, the spirit of it mm-hmm. but i thought the execution of it was too ham-fisted where it was like we're gonna go to the future where William Shatner's going to come, and then he's going to show me. It was clunky, but I William Shatner, who's famous for television, (laughs) is going to come on, and he's going to show us video from tomorrow. Clearly, you have not seen the series of Star Trek films that were filmed. Clearly, but he's not exactly like cinemas. I think also he played maybe to his own audience of nerds. Yeah. Which you know is what not joke I thought was great that I wish they'd done more of was like that that Sound of Music joke. I love that, but that no, was that was job. too non sequitur for that room. I agree. It made but no if sense. he had kept doing shit like that, then I'm then I'm on board. Then I'm like, okay, these are good jokes that are just not in the. But but I didn't. I thought the jokes he used just weren't great jokes. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was fine. I'm, I couldn't. And I the remember. guys who wrote for him were like Alex Sulkin and fucking great writers. Right, like, right, like, right, uh, right. Well, you're you know Julia I mean, Sharp and like really good writers. Well, speaking of hosting, oh yeah, mm, are you excited about this? Do I am. I am. Um, you know, like. Now that it's real, I feel a little nervous, but I love, like, I love improv. I've done a lot of improv and sketch, and I also love an environment where, like, it's incumbent upon me to try to be funny in the moment. Like, I used to love doing radio when I was a baby comic because I was like, I'm going to go in this room and I have to spend two hours trying to figure out how to be funny without doing my act. Like, that's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm stoked for that. I'm probably going to curse, and that's going to be my big thing is to like, not curse. But that'd be cool. That'll be your but thing. But I do, be I do edgy, TV every day. You'll and be I the edgy curse. Drew Carey. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? And also the yeah. Drew Carey with breath. I have a question that you may consider controversial. <laughs> I have a theory about oh, no. Oh, Do no. you consider yeah, hosting the Chew? No, no, no. It's adorable. The, the talk. The talk, mm-hmm. sorry. That's okay. The talk. The and chew, is hosting. the Chew even. What is it? It is, it is actually a show. What? Despite having the, probably it's the worst name in the history of the Chew. No, no, no. Totally different. The Chew is like. Like a, a group of of chefs, and then they like oh. cook. Oh, well, I've never of watched the view. it. Right. Yeah, you're thinking My of the fault. view. That's this, uh, this similar. Is yeah. there a pneumatic for us to be able to remember all of these different shows? Um, I'd be thinking. I don't know. The view is about looking at shit. The talks about talking about shit. The chews about eating shit. Chewing on shit. I think Doug has the pneumatic. I be thinking. 
<laughs> also, by the way, it's not pneumatic. Yeah, I know. It's, it's pneumatic. Mnemonic. Yeah, mnemonic. Pneumatic oh, is right. like a tire yeah. or large oh, boot. Get out of yeah. here, I knew it was wrong. nerd. <laughs> I knew it was wrong. You're the one uh, with glasses. Okay. <laughs> Do you consider hosting, being one of the hosts of the talk, uh-huh. and being the host of uh, uh, whose line? Who's line is in any way? Actual work. <laughs> good question. Um, really Are good question. Funny? Um, well, if you're asking me if I find them to be difficult, no. Right. Like I lo- like, and, and I'm, I'm. This is 100% absolutely genuine. I love doing the talk. I didn't know that I would when I took the job. Yeah. Because it's not a comedy first environment. No, it's not a comedy right. first environment. And I was worried because it was daytime that I'd have to censor myself and I couldn't be myself fully. And it took me a long time to get comfortable with who I was and not apologize for it. And I didn't want to go step step backwards. But I was assured that I could be myself on the show, and I am now. I'm not able to like drop an f bomb every three minutes, but essentially I'm able to say whatever but I want. But an n bomb. An n bomb, of course, because of course. everybody likes that every yeah. once in a while. Um, and the other. <laughs> The reason why I would say it's not work is because I just get to go out there and like give my opinion. You that's know what, what I mean? I mean that's and then I, that's like, I did the great. I did the pilot I did a Fox pilot short or whatever. And again, I had the same experience of the fact that people get famous for acting is so fucking weird. And I'm good in the show. I, but I'm acting not there. Is not not easy. Huh? Acting's not easy. Acting is a lot harder than what no, I do. No, I agree, day. but it's yeah, still yeah. not hard. Well, it's not like you're it, digging a fucking uh, like in a I mine. Mean, it's not but hard. But what do you mean by hard? Is, neither is stand-up. It takes focus. Right. I mean, comparatively, no. But I think stand-up though. is hard. I mean, I, I'm technically stand-up is incredibly difficult. It's a, a, a skill that even if you're fu- even if you're, it's like being a fucking Olympic sprinter. Just because you were born a fast runner, right. doesn't mean you're gonna make the Olympics. Same thing. If you're born a funny kid, oh, everyone tells me yeah, I'm funny. Yeah. Fuck you. It takes yeah. 20 years. Like it's gonna take everybody else 20 years. Whereas you can be an actor, like they can meet you at the mall put you in a movie and you can be good in a movie with zero work but you've seen guys you've seen comics and i'm not going to name any who are are marginally talented have a five minute set or a hook or something they do on stage that propels them way past where they should be in terms of the amount of time they put in in the ability (laughs) (laughs) um richard Pryor, and uh so i think that happens in almost any business i guess my point is um, to be a good actor, to be a truly transcendent actor, is very, very difficult. Work. I agree. Well, no, I agree. Like yeah. there are Daniel Day Lewis, and then there's everybody else. Like yeah, yeah, I actually I mean, don't think he's a good actor. Do. Yeah, that's fine. <gasps> it's just that uh, I don't think Stevie Wonder's I a good grow, singer. I no, a, nor do I. I grow a Finally, beard. we're together. I'm I don't think he's. I don't think he's good. I'm glad you guys are back on the racist tip. Um, so um, the, no, no, but I don't. But the so the idea of like I don't consider this work. Imagine if we were being I televised. Hear, I, I understand well, what you're saying. Good, because no. you're not being paid. No, uh, <laughs> no yeah, exactly. The only reason that this is work or whatever, it, it is easy, except that it's... The, and it's also fun and interesting. But not there's everybody only... can do it well, though. Exactly. Not everybody can do this well. Not everyone can do it, period. Period. Most people would just One clam people, up. Think of how many... Like, you know how iTunes does the thing where, like, you'll be looking at someone's podcast and it'll, like, show you what other people... Other people yeah. listen to, yeah. And you'll... And I'll... Like, every once in a while, I don't... You know, when I was first doing my show, I listened to a lot of other podcasts, mainly to, like, understand it and also to make sure I wasn't like my shit felt different to me right and now I don't have any fucking time to listen to podcasts anyway except for that my friends every once in a while but like you know I was looking at one and I was like oh I know this person and I clicked through on their show and I'm like why the fuck is iTunes pointing me to a podcast that someone did three episodes of two years ago uh-huh. and that's probably I mean I would say 99% of the podcasts on there are stubs you know oh, somebody did one for six months Andy Dick one did Dick did one for nine you know, it's fucking this is hard work and it's not just this part of it the hardest part is the is the it's is everything the before and after it's, it's you know finding guests part. getting the yeah. show posted promoting it yeah and I Look, I mean, like you said, the question you had was like, do I think that doing the talk and doing whose line is work? Everything that got me to the point where I was somebody who 
people, people were going to be. Yeah, cast. that yeah. was all work. That yeah. was all work. Showing up every day and talking for an hour is not work. Right. I feel super grateful to have the job, and I I know I'm lucky. But everything else I do outside of the show is also work. Like I still get out and I grind it out on the road. I make my podcast myself. I don't have an engineer. I don't have anybody. I built the website. I do everything because. To me, what makes my life interesting is feeling creatively challenged and making shit that people like. You know what I mean? Right. And I don't do it to please people. I don't think, like, I hope people like this, but I make shit I like and put it out there and hopefully people enjoy it. When I'm dead, I want to look back and be like, look at all the shit I made. I, not look at all the money I made, although money's fucking awesome, buys you a lot of dick, but look at all the shit I made. You mean as a ghost? As a uh, yes, when I'm a ghost? ghost, when I'm a go in Black Heaven. Oh, um, oh they got a Black yes, Heaven with Dave and Chris. Uh, I look back. Does Neil go? Neil can visit, but he can't stay. <laughs> I write. Um, I'm gonna write like, for it. He's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get to go to Good Heaven? <laughs> black Heaven is Good Heaven, Bang. my friend. There's three. There, <laughs> there's three heavens: White Heaven, Black Heaven, and, and Good Heaven, and Great Heaven. Great Heaven. Uh, um, I'm gonna be. I want to just be able to look back and see like. I don't want it to just be about, uh, I don't know, like, whether people looked at what I said. Like, though, look, they're famous. I just want to make good shit. I just want right. to be proud of the shit I made. That's all. That's the thing I care about the most. What do you think of legacy? Because I've argued this with, I argued this with Amir. I don't know if I, it was on this the This is air. totally a male concept, too. Like, the idea of legacy. Is it true? I think about legacy all the time, but it's just because I think like a guy. Right. But, but you yeah. are like a dude. I, it's, it's disturbing. Um, but I do. I think about it constantly. And it's, it's a little pompous, I think, when you... But I do think you, you, you know, your you, your immortality comes out of what you left behind. You I don't. Know what I mean? that, but I don't think it does. No, I don't mind that. I, kind of I don't. Agree. I don't. I I had this argument with Amir one time. He said something about like, you know, I just want to. Amir Questlove Thompson. Uh, Questlove Thompson. Thompson. I said uh, I said something about. He's like, I just want people to remember me. I go. So even in death, you're going to be insecure. <laughs> <laughs> like if you want, you, you wanna, give a shit if people remember you. But that's you. like All the driving element of human existence. Sort is of. like, what did, what did I leave behind? What mark did I make? Because the fact of the matter is, we all are going to turn to dust, and we Fucking all will be chins. forgotten. Well, all you have to do is walk down Hollywood Boulevard and, and look at the the stars on there. And look at the homeless guy urinating on a star. I'm just star. saying to see how much immortality you get from fame, because every fifth, I recognize every fifth name. See, but but then I agree Finally, with you. But they like, that's they my talented. <laughs> yeah, where they were, and they just had <laughs> money to buy a star. But that's my point. I'm not talking about projects. fame. I'm not talking about fame. I'm talking about a body of work. I think those are two different But I'm things. just saying jo- John, you know, Bones Hinckley or whatever that oh, you're walking Come on, man. Don't on, fucking talk, don't talk mean, about, about that. Bones. Don't talk I'm just about saying him. it's like you're walking down the street. You're looking at these people that were ostensibly very famous in their era. Nobody remembers them. Nobody right. knows their body of work. But even it's somebody I was the talking the other day about how funny Groucho Marx is. Sure. He's just as dead. Yeah, that's true. He's extremely dead. Well, like, okay, so what about what about I'm sure there are people who for to whom Richard Pryor looked after let's just talk about Pryor Pryor inspired you know Eddie inspired Chris inspired cr- the other Chris inspired you know I mean that, that's so everybody yeah that, that's a legacy that's meaningful even if it is gonna fade because everything fades because the human existence is you know is fucking ephemeral um I agree. It's pompous and pretentious and it's self-involved. Uh, it's I, not even I, that. I'm not even commenting on I just on had it. a thought that's not racial. Uh, what? Uh, how, what? Richard Pryor. What you can hope for is uh, if you're Richard Pryor, if you're anybody, an immortal, George Carlin, you you don't you don't live on, but the standard you set does, mm-hmm. so the world is a little bit better. Yeah, and, and the, you know, and like now here, this is something super pretentious and pompous, but like <laughs> people. I just make a stupid show. I just make a stupid free fucking podcast. You know, whatever. And I never... And it's not a show where you're supposed to, like, get uplifted or okay, learn shit. Whatever, I just whatever. talk to people. But 
I've had people write in, and I'm not joking, and this sounds super self-involved, and feel free to like spit on your devices at home. I've had people write in and say, I was... Th- I had you're my girlfriend. The, you mean they're dicks? To well, jerk the, off, yeah, right? exactly. If, absolutely. If, if you're not masturbating by now, I haven't done my job. Um, <laughs> oh, I am. Don't oh, good. worry. God, you just you're can't see under the table. Magical. <laughs> um, uh, you know, people write in and say, like, I was really depressed last year. My girlfriend told me I was on the verge of suicide, sure. and your show got me through it. Yeah. You know, or um, I had a guy say, "Now I'm masturbating." Go thank ahead. Thank you. I had a guy yeah. say, "My mom was going through chemo, and oh, yeah. we listened to your podcast." And it was like a thing that we shared together. And when she died, I mean, I, like, you know, like sure. it was one of the last things we did together. I'm just making a stupid fucking podcast. And I never, ever intended or thought or in the wild, my wild streams would have thought somebody would have used what I do that way. And yeah, those people are going to die and I'm going to die too. But maybe the legacy isn't just about the body of work you leave behind. It's how you affect the people while you're here. Yeah. Even I, that I find unfathomable. What? Meaning when people go, you, people, I, when someone go, I heard the champs, I'm always like, How? <laughs> like, oh, I was listening How to this show. Or, or, I saw <laughs> How it, did yeah, you I saw get Chappelle, the show? I saw it, uh, 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 we'd watch it all the time. I'm like, how? I just, it's impossible. Well, so then why do you get up and go to work every day? Like, what is I your... like? I like it. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I yeah. do believe That's that people whole, see it. But you don't like, you can't possibly like it every day. Uh, there's times when you go to work and you fucking hate it. You have to hate it. You have to uh, write you to, for you a show work? where the network needs shit from you well, and the talent's out of yeah, their Neil, fucking mind. Neil doesn't work anymore. He doesn't I'm go to work. retired. Oh, yeah, fuck so you. It doesn't matter. You and your kettlebells <laughs> yep. and your fucking haircut. I just work out, fucking <laughs> think about my hair. <laughs> no, I, I, I think, like, I was saying my brother once we were talking about this, like, the, you know, the only people you remember, really, even among famous people, that Groucho Marx, somebody, we'll forget about Groucho Marx in 100 years. It's like, it's like we'll Gandhi. We'll forget about George Washington you know, in 100 years. You know, you remember the fucking tyrants, Pol Pot, Hitler, yeah. Stalin. Yeah. But even fucking. that kind of becomes a joke. Like, you know how sensitive people are about Hitler? I mean, me included. Right. Uh, think about, you know, like. Why would you be sensitive about Hitler? <laughs> but think about Attila the Hun. People, that's like a joke. Uh, you're a real Attila the Hun. Right. He was uh-huh. like a terrible, he like ate li- yeah. human livers. <laughs> yeah. He killed yeah, like 80 exactly. million people. <laughs> yeah. And he's a punchline now. So, so it's like, none of and it And that matters. was proportionally, that was like, almost, he killed almost everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, there were only 80 million yeah. people. You killed almost everybody, yeah. and now you go to a strip mall in Omaha, Nebraska, and you can eat at Attila the Hun's Mongolian Walk. Yeah, you know? yeah. Absolutely. yeah, seriously. I they don't got know. A, I mean, they, they got a dynamite buffet. Well, I don't know why we're <laughs> spinning down this spiraling hole of existential fucking uh, doom, no, no, but, but I don't. Yeah, seriously. Like, I guess it's like the, the, uh, <laughs> what's the yeah, point of anything. What about guys with bald, that are bald? What about them? What about um, guys? Yeah. If you said guys without testicles, I would say that's super fucking sad. I guess the thing about like is I just don't care. You don't uh, care. Th- I just don't. I I would like to do stuff that I enjoy, that I that is popular and good, and I make it with people that I like. Do you That's ever my... do you ever think about the end user? Do you ever think about how it's going to be consumed? No, I don't think. Oh, you know what? I do. There are like with like bigger. Like I think like the over the bigger message of this show is. Uh, black people and white. white people should get along better. Oh, that's adorable. No, I'm not even fucking around. That's sweet. Like, Moshe like, doesn't agree, actually. No, he I doesn't know. want he, to get along. I with mean, I get I along with great black people. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the not the other ones. Black people like just like red. And also ones with funny pussies. He likes yeah, those yeah. ones as well. Can we can we all get along? Oh, I um, yeah, like him. if you if you if you uh, th- yeah, like there is in with Chappelle too. It's like I just think, like a yeah. bigger message of like if you just know each other, if you just get access, right? Basically, all most of the shit dumb shit away. falls away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like the real question is like, what is it that drives the person that's hungry for show business? Because this is not the best way to change the world for sure. It's not. E- what is it? Is it daddy, just daddy, ego? Daddy drank. 
Daddy Dranky. <laughs> I, I wish that I could look back and say that I had like some deep psychological scars that drive me, but that none. Other than maybe just being kind of like a social pariah. I don't mean like a, a pariah. What? You think so? Yeah, I, I think there was a period see, of pariah. I think it was more of a butterfly. That's adorable. No, I mean, I think there Meaning? was a period where I was a pariah when I was young. In my formative right. years, I was I was definitely pariah. I think of you as like a moth. Thank you. That's not who as good as a butterfly. To be, who would you want to be seeing this? As uh, the great Dave Chappelle says, who is your gooch? Oh, I don't, I don't know what that means. I the gooch either. from uh, Different Strokes. Oh, okay. The gooch like, was like the invisible bully. Like who? Oh, 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 from my childhood? Yeah. Oh, oh picture me. Ro- as the great Tupac said, picture no, me rolling. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, or Biggie said invisible gooch. You guys know a lot more about invisible black people bully, than I do. Um, you know, honestly, I don't care anymore because right. everything that happened to me then made me who I am now. What propelled you? What who 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 got you? I who, don't care. Who helped you build the talent that now you don't have to work? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean like no, I mean like I mentors? Mentor, no, mentorship? Who the that you when oh, you no, no, really no, no, were I, I don't working, have any revenge what was driving you? I don't have any, oh, uh, oh no, just I'm a type of personality who needs to win. That's what I Okay, yes. that's what I I'm a type of personality who needs to win, but I've always been super bookish, straight A student. You'd be the same I if you're a lawyer or a doctor. I feel the same way about Whitney Cummings. Like she'd be she's mm-hmm. just type a doesn't matter what it is mm-hmm. she have just to has to win so and now and it's it's gone from having to win now to like i just want to be excellent i want everything i do to be excellent like i i don't i work so hard and some of it's for no money so then my motivation is like did i do something excellent today like did i make something fucking great and yeah. that's super pompous too because you're like i saw i'm so fucking awesome but i do i want to just it's probably say i just want to do good shit I'm at a point in my life where I don't have to work with people I don't like, and I don't. I don't fuck with people who are assholes, and I'm trying to create an environment now where I can help other people. Like, you know, there were people that helped me, and so if I can, I help. I help AB Comics. I give advice. I mean, you know, there were people who reached out, so I try to do that too. And you then mean, beyond you that, mean tall, just coke and horse, really. You mean baby comics. You mean baby tall, comics. tall, slender, tall, slender, baby, but baby faced, fully comics. round, beautiful, black. Guys, you yes, know what? You know what's great about uh, podcasting? These things are going to last forever. That's yeah, right. They are. They so this gonna remember is our forever. mark on history. You know Ladies and gentlemen, that was the that, that was, was the, the Aisha Tyler episode. Thank you Shane. so much for coming on the show. Awesome. You guys are great. You were you were, no you, you were know what great. Aisha? <laughs> I hope you learned something. You can take a little any part of this you want. If you want to repurpose this stuff, put it on your podcast. <laughs> whatever you want to do, <laughs> just know this: you're great. Aww. <laughs> Now you're fucking with the ch- 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 ch-